Welcome to day 234 of the New Way. I'll read Matthew 21, 33 through 46. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. The tenants seized his servants. They beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Then he sent other servants to them, more than the first time, and the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them, they will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretched end, they replied, and he will rent the vineyard to other tenants who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. Anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priest and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowd because the people helped that he was a prophet. And now let's read Mark's version in Mark 12, 1 through 12. Jesus then began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a pit for the wine press, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. But they seized him, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent another servant to them. They struck this man on the head and treated him shamefully. He sent still another, and that one they killed. He sent many others, some of them they beat, others they killed. He had one left to send, a son whom he loved. He sent him last of all, saying, They will respect my son. But the tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and kill those tenants 
and give the vineyard to others. Haven't you read this passage of scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Then the chief priest, the teachers of the law, and the elders looked for a way to arrest him because they knew he had spoken the parable against them. But they were afraid of the crowd, so they left him and went away. And here's Luke's version in Luke 20, 9 through 19. He went on to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, rented it to some farmers, and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants so they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He sent another servant, but that one also they beat and treated shamefully and sent away empty-handed. He sent still a third, and they wounded him and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my son whom I love. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they talked the matter over. This is the heir, they said. Let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When the people heard this, they said, God forbid. Jesus looked directly at them and asked, Then what is the meaning of that which is written? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. The teachers of the law and the chief priest look for a way to arrest him immediately because they knew he had spoken this parable against them, but they were afraid of the people. You may not be familiar with share crop renting, but you are familiar with renting in general. You know that a man will invest his money in a house, refurbish it, and spend a lot of time and energy and money getting it just right, then find a tenant to rent the place. In sharecrop renting, the tenants paid the rent by giving the owner a share of the crop. Today, if the tenants refused to pay the rent but wouldn't leave, the owner would call the police and have them evicted. And the renters would be in big trouble. Everyone recognizes the legality of that course of action. So what is Jesus saying? God is our creator. All he asks is for us to love and trust him and follow his way. Yet the people of Israel had a history of killing the prophets that God sent to them, and now they are about to kill the Son. I believe that Jesus claimed to be the Son of God here again. 
and even though it's not politically correct, you need to acknowledge that as our owner, God has a right to determine what happens to those who refuse to accept his plan. The priest and teachers of the law knew exactly what Jesus was saying. He was declaring that he was the Son of God, sent to collect the rent. If they refused, judgment would come. Is God's way narrow-minded? It is open to all who desire to receive it. But all those who reject it are doing so at great risk. We can see a more modern-day example of this in the Harry Potter book series. The author, J.K. Rowling, wrote her book. She sent it to many, many publishers, asking if they would publish it for her. An amazing number of them said, no, thank you. But one publisher read it and finally said yes. The rest is history. Was Miss Rowling being mean or exclusive or narrow-minded when she allowed the one publisher to print her book? Of course not. She had given many, many, many others the chance to publish it and they had refused. They missed out on a gold mine of success, but it was their choice. Do you think the other publishers that missed out should be mad at Ms. Rowling? No, they had their chance and they refused it. Neither do people have a right to be mad at God. Yet many run around saying that God is exclusive and not welcoming to all. They are wrong. All are invited, but few will choose to believe. God will someday soon send Jesus to collect the rent. Make sure that you are ready in his service, Dale.